Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situationships and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text, sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it It's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. I am Naomi. And my name's Andy. And we are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of different listeners. Whoo, baby. <laughs> Andy, you looking good. Oh. Your, your subble is at that perfect length for Thanks. me. I think I talked about either this or on the Patreon about how I, I saw a... A photo of myself two weeks ago at a at a backyard barbecue that horrified me. Right, and so right. I, I was like, "All right, I got to stop. <laughs> I got to turn my life around." <laughs> I, of course, I thought you looked very cute, but that's, I also understand nice when was, you look at yourself and go, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not today, Satan." Yes. Yeah, so, you know, you're, you're looking at a guy who's been eating mostly fruits and vegetables and yogurts for <laughs> for his first two meals of the day. And then a sensible dinner. A sensible dinner. I mean, I didn't even notice anything about... You said you feel it in your face, and I'm just saying that, like, the stubble's right, you know? (laughs) I'm jealous of stubble, the ability to kind of cover your face. Lately, I've been working over Zoom, and lately I've been using a filter uh, that is more like a Zorro look for me. So, like, a large (laughs) hat and a little, like, mask. Uh And it's largely because I'm like, I am so sick of looking at my face in a Zoom. I'm so sick of it. I said, cover it up. Cover it up. And also, let's add a sense of occasion to this thing. Do you know what's fun? I, well, it's on pause at the moment, but I've been doing a book club with a friend of mine from grad school. And on Zoom, there's a, this is not an ad for Zoom, by the way. Yeah, I think we, we have know no, that. We I have, think Zoom doesn't need ads. We okay? have no They're doing fine. to Zoom. All right. I just want to Skype, use whatever teleconferencing <laughs> software you The point want. is you All got right. to see a face. The point is that there's a little setting on it where you can be in a different place. Like uh-huh. you could be in a kitchen. Or you can be like around a fire pit or something like that. And it just takes your picture and it kind of like green screens out the background. So it looks like you're there. You could be at a museum, I guess. I don't know. I can't remember what exactly it was. But uh, I got to say, makes, it doesn't really. But like the fact that, that you and I have sequestered ourselves away for the last six weeks, it did. And then during the pandemic, it did give me a feeling like I was getting out in the world. <laughs> like I was a gal about town. Like I was in the new sex of the city. <laughs> and just like that, Andy, 
was in a library. Mm. That was the vibe. Um, we- Miranda, why would you do this to me? Thank you. I said, they did Steve so dirty. They did Steve so dirty. I'm very upset. Steve was a real one. Okay. Steve was a real sweet man. You're my Steve. Oh. Okay. And I would never, I would never change DS. And you're my Aiden. <laughs> Thank you so much. I was always Team Aiden over big. So I really respect that. <laughs> oh, so Naomi, uh, before we get into the episode, you know what we do on the show? We love when people either write back in after we've given them advice to follow up and say, what happened after they took the advice or we love when people write in with advice that we haven't thought of. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, and so um, from Brisha Webb's episode, we've got a wonderful, wonderful suggestion from someone about the first caller in the Brisha Webb episode who was like, I want a small chill wedding. I don't want to have to do all this, all this extra stuff. How can I get people in my life on board with that? And this listener said this, a friend of mine and her husband had their wedding ceremony very small with just their immediate families. And then rather than a big reception, they asked close friends from different eras of their lives to just host a BBQ or dinner party with the friends from that era and did part of their honeymoon as a road trip going to visit these various groups. Okay. I have no idea how all the finances were covered, but know that those who were tapped to host were thrilled to do so in lieu of the traditional bridal party route. I've always thought it was a creative approach and maybe something that could be an inspiration for the caller. Love the pod and enjoyed Naomi's Netflix special. And she looked much better in that outfit than y'all had led me to believe. (laughs) That's true. I was real complaining about it. Uh, Um, And then (laughs) that's a great suggestion. I like that. I know it's fun. I mean, you are making people work, but again, the people who say yes, will be down for it. And it's basically just like a little mini reunion. Right. And it, like, if if they are like really close friends who love you, it's, right? And you're probably helping pay for it, or maybe that's their gift to you, whatever. It's probably yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not work in yeah, that yeah, sense. Yeah. It's a, a loving gift. Uh, and then from last week's episode, yes. Jeffrey Self, uh, a caller called in. The they're a journalist. They've been working from home. They've been taping a lot of segments from home for the news. And their neighbors upstairs, constant loud sex, constant loud. Sex. And they want to know what to do about that. Um, And then this person wrote in. Okay. This person, they say, for context, this was pre-pandemic and my neighbor is agoraphobic and works from home. My husband and I live in a rental property that has two units, front house and back house, that are about 12 feet apart. Our bedroom window is across from my neighbor's living room window. One day, one of my neighbor's packages was delivered to my porch. So I knocked on her door to give her a package. She asked if I could hear her working late at night. I said no. She asked if I could hear her watching a movie and maintained uncomfortable eye contact. Unbeknownst to us, we were the noisy sex couple. (laughs) I now use a white noise machine by the window and turn on the TV. My neighbor hasn't had to mention hearing us anymore. Maybe the journalist can use a white noise machine. Hope that helps. Thank you for your podcast, former noisy sex neighbor. (laughs) We love a former nosy sex neighbor. Noisy. A former noisy sex neighbor. Nosy sex neighbor is very different. (laughs) Nosy sex is like, wow, no one. It's like you're like peeping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Noisy sex neighbor. So, knock, knock, knock. Oh, yeah, hello? Uh, You having sex in there? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, pal. Um, Ask it walking. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's a a great. I would suggest, although you may not want the white noise machine if you're taping a segment, but maybe you get one of those things like a... 
you know, in therapy offices that yeah. have that little thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you put that outside your door, so maybe it doesn't get picked up on right. your uh, on on your segment. Or maybe just gift it to the noisy sex neighbors. That's true. Too. And maybe like, hey, ex- again, like we said you, in the episode, you should have a conversation with them. But maybe also part of the conversation is you give them a white noise machine. Why not? Why yeah, not? Why not? Don't you? Uh, doesn't everyone love making love to the sounds of? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, I know you do. Uh, Naomi, we've got a wonderful episode today. Well, I mean, it's our dear friend. You've already heard his dulcet tones. River Butcher, y'all. Hell yes. We love River. River is a hysterical writer, comedian. You can see his new half hour on YouTube.com slash standup. We watched it last week, and it's great, A dang folks. delight. A dang delight. Filmed in New York. So fun. River's so fun on stage and so fun on this podcast. Yeah. So without further ado, roll it. You know, ever since I knew we were talking, I've been yes. in the house singing, rolling on the river. <laughs> that's, that's, I've been singing. I've been singing that's it. That's right. It's a great song. Man, that documentary, holy shit. That really changed my life. Did you guys watch that thing? The no. Tina documentary? <gasps> oh my God. The five part, four part, can't remember how many parts, but <laughs> unlocked my heart. Like, it's so good. What it's year so is good. this? It's uh, like last year, two years ago. I, you know, so your heart pandemic, only so. unlocked a year ago. <laughs> no, it was a new door. <laughs> a new door. Okay, okay. It is a lab. Another door. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so good. It's so so good. I just don't even know what else to say about it. It's just like, I feel like it's really awesome that um, that like she <clears throat> she took her time to tell her story when she was ready. You know. Like, mm-hmm. for her to say her story, like, obviously her story's been told uh, different times, uh, but she has never sat, like, in the throne of her story. And that was, like, on purpose. You know, like, she just did not, she wasn't ready to do it. Um, and then she was ready to do it. And boy, was she ready, you know? <laughs> and that's, like, just a cool thing to get to see. So, anyway, yeah. you were singing Tina Turner. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't grow up in the age of podcasts where... <laughs> she was Twice telling her story were. every week. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And then selling it as a supplement online. <laughs> and, yeah. And then having that having that story calcify into something that's you right. easily, like, just toss off without having any emotional feeling towards 100%. it whatsoever. No, she held on to it for a little bit. <laughs> River. Better be good to me. Yep. Have you had to deal with... So So is the name change official? I saw you on... It's official. It's not... I mean, it. it's not legal yet. Well, that's what I meant. But Like, okay. I saw you filling cool. out the paperwork on um, Instagram. Yeah. So I have a court date. That's the 28th of February. Mm-hmm. And then I go and... You used to have to, uh, like... Um, you used to have to like write a letter to the newspaper and I, there's still certain <laughs> yes. places where you have to do that right and like yes. uh it's such a wild white supremacy is wild y'all <laughs> colonizers are wild y'all and uh because they're just like is this yeah your new stand-up <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah i just dance around and i'm like colonizers are wild y'all i'm a settler myself um anyway <laughs> but it's uh true. it's messed up though like the things because if you get married you don't got to do this stuff. They start sending you credit cards. Mm-hmm. If if you're a cisgender woman and you get married to a cisgender man, they just start sending you stuff with your new name. You know, like oh it's, wow, 
it's yeah. just such a wild uh you know the legal system is really wild and i'm really like um i'm <laughs> like being like being re-radicalized against these things <laughs> where i'm just like i'm doing it because um you know i can't fly on planes without you know mm. all this stuff it's like i don't want to fly on a plane and have a problem all the time yep. you know what i mean um i think if i wasn't doing those kinds of things or you know whatever traveling and stuff like that it might be different i might like live outside the law a little bit and just like <laughs> have my name and not feel like i needed to participate in this thing but um it does create like a confusion like i rented a car in september and this was when i was still going by rb um and I rented a car and, you know, you pull up to the thing and you have to give them your ID to be like, I'm the person that rented this car. I'm taking it. I'll see you later. You guys are going to take all my money. And this person goes, oh, so, and they use my last name, but I'll adjust it so that I'm not saying my last, my old name again. They were like, oh, so did they put you on the rental then? And I was like, whoa. Like, they were like, so did she put you on the rental? As though my old name was an, an entirely different person. Right. And, like, that is actually kind of true. <laughs> you know what I mean? At this point, in, like, a sort of experiential thing. But I also realized, like, oh, this is going to be difficult. You know, like... Yeah. Uh-huh. I and, and that's part of why I changed my name also, is because... Or became open to that. Because my experience of my old name... Uh, was never very gendered, my experience mm-hmm. of it. But other people's experience of that name is pretty gendered. And so, mm-hmm. and also, you know, people having a public persona life or whatever, you you just associate it with something, you know? And so changing it was just helpful in that way. You know, well, it just made my life easier and a little freer or whatever. So I that's just... That's the long of it. So. <laughs> no, no, no. I like the long of it. But cause I, the reason why, too, I thought about it, because when I went to email you about the pod, you know, when I mm-hmm. went to put in your name, mm-hmm. I typed R and then your old name yeah, came up. And that's when I texted you. I was like, do you have a new email? Like, there yeah. must be. And obviously, I knew it would have forwarded. I, like, I'm sure. We yeah. Got a forward situation. Like, I still, yeah, I still but have it. I was like, I need I'm, to do what? I'm still accessing it. Yes. Yeah, and yes. I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because, and... <laughs> This was something I didn't think about, and thank God I didn't, because I would have been like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna live my truth, because email's gonna be hard." You know, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, like every Rich, River Butcher is taken, <laughs> like oh. every every version of it is completely taken," and I'm just like, "Damn it!" You know. Well, you but, don't want that at this point anyway, because you don't want someone to be able to just type in your name and contact you. That's true. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Keep away I the riffraff. Right. Yeah, that's the right. Keep away the riffraff <laughs> for sure. I it's, did want it on Twitter and Instagram and none of the people that have River Butcher responded to me. <laughs> mm. It's insane how much paperwork one does in order to just stop people from annoying them. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, most yeah. paperwork is just about stopping someone from annoying you so that it can be like, whether there's a name change or whatever it yeah. is. It's just like, here, have the, like, because anytime you go to be like, I don't want to have to do this, then someone is like, nope. Uh, and then they annoy you until you do it. <laughs> sure, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, All paper. Because mm-hmm. there's been times where like, I, I remember there was a long time ago where I didn't want to put my social security number. I, I didn't want to put that on yeah. paperwork because I'm like, well, it's too easily accessible. Like, at my dentist's 100%. office. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. They don't need why, your they social need security it. number anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this dentist, I mean, I never, you know, they never even extracted teeth from me. They just Man, took my dentist. social security number <laughs> and my bank account. They just your identity. Yeah, my <laughs> bank account number. Routing. And, yeah, they and my routing, routing number. And What's your mother's maiden name, by Yeah, the way. they asked that too, my first pet. It was insane how much they asked. And never 
Never did a teeth cleaning. <laughs> and they were like, we just want to know your porn name. Yeah. <laughs> like, so weird. <laughs> so, but like, but like, yeah. pe- like they wouldn't let me do the, th- whatever it was. I forget what, like, I think it was my dentist. They wouldn't let me have a dental cleaning until I just filled out the paperwork to their specifications. And so I had to just, so there's a lot of stuff where, yeah. This, let me tell you about the modern bureaucracy of capitalism, <laughs> folks. Let's I mean, get into it. It's messed it. up, dude. I agree. Because <laughs> it, it is colonizer shit. When you realize, like, oh, you're making people go through hoops. and Because that was something that, and I, I tried to share about it, where, like, I'm filling out this paperwork, like, in triplicate, doing all this shit, and I, I have a guide. Like, there are, you know, transgender groups, like, organizations that have put together guides. I'm reading it. I'm looking mm-hmm. at this thing. I'm doing this. I went to college. Like, I'm not, <laughs> not that that makes me anything, but it's just, like, you think. Right. Like, and then I go, like, what about the people, what about people with less? What about people mm-hmm. with less than I have? And how, how hard is all of this shit for them? Right. You know? And it's right. like, it's messed up, dude. It's all about persecuting the poor. It's all about keeping yeah. poor people out of life as much as possible, you know? Absolutely. It's messed up. <laughs> snaps. Snaps. River's new hour. Yeah, that's Wait, it's, River, it's, didn't it's called it, Snaps. <laughs> but didn't you, you, surely growing up in Ohio, you saw this. Uh, I know I saw it growing up in Pennsylvania. Surely you saw the uh, the power of the state coming down oh, on you if you were 100%. not wealthy. It's not like it's new to me or anything. It's just that I I also come from people who because of that they don't they don't do those sort of things and they like live outside of that thing a little bit. You know, it's yeah. like I don't come from like somehow I was very lucky to come from white people who are not Republicans. I don't know how I got that. (laughs) I just, that is not to say that they're not, you know, like white supremacist, racist, anything like that. I'm just saying like, I got lucky that there's no GOP in my immediate circle, but there was a lot of like libertarian, like anti-government, no voting, no this, like as far away as you could possibly be without being like off the grid. You know what I mean? Like owning cars and willing to mess with titles because it has to do with a car, (laughs) but like anything else, just like as far out of that kind of stuff as possible, like very distrustful of Mm -hmm. anything, (laughs) you know, like just... (laughs) anything um and then you know my mom's side a little bit different than that like a a lot more willing to do those things but also very easily conforming to authority you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. easily easily tricked or fooled by an authority figure yeah so so andy yes (laughs) yeah the answer is yes it's not like i'm like oh what what's (laughs) happening you know it's like but it's such as it's this is nothing that i've uh I, i just haven't I've I've been very lucky that I haven't had to deal with courts very much, you know. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. is new. It's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a new thing that I'm like, oh yeah, this is really bad. Like I knew it was bad, <laughs> but it's just giving me a direct experience of it being bad. Which my partner got a ticket, like a, a moving violation for something, and went to check it online. And get this, the this was six or eight months ago. Now, this is a, a ticket that you have to show up for for court because mm-hmm. that day she happened to not have her driver's license with her, which was like a, a, a major, like you have to mm-hmm. get a ticket for that and you have to show up in court. And I was like, oh, this is very much against poor people because imagine if you don't have your license with you. like it's a, So then she goes to check the ticket. 
the cop still hasn't put the ticket in. Oh so my it's god! Just, it's just in this like state of limbo. Like I have this ticket that will cause trigger a court date, but I don't know when it's going to be. And I'm just like, man, this shit is so messed up. You know, where you're just mm-hmm. like, no wonder. You know, people are just wa- walking around with like this stuff like hanging over us all the time. And so I'm here to pitch to you guys the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> You've come to the right place. That's You've right. come to the right place. This That's is where right. it happens. I don't know. I'll be honest. We have a little too much to lose. We don't know. <laughs> We're just so getting like, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's change a couple things. But just not, a couple not, things. Yeah. Just the annoying ones. <laughs> that is the problem. I have been thinking about that lately. But yes. that, I think that is the problem. Uh, like, obvi- it, it just it's going to be an organic working like like Gramsci yeah. says everyone right we all have read <laughs> yeah. Gramsci it's got to be an organic uh intellectual coming from the working mm-hmm. class because okay. we do okay what am I gonna am I gonna give up this uh this ring light over here <laughs> just sure for, yeah just so that there can be equality what what am I uh crazy we spent, <laughs> well, you don't uh, have to but that's the thing though right on that thing you don't have to give anything up that's the illusion oh yeah I'm not just kidding but like, I mean I know you're just kidding but I just I'm just saying it's like it's a it's a continual reminder of like oh right I don't actually have to give anything up for somebody else to be more free. In fact, I get more, <laughs> which is not what I'm all about. Is to get more, but like that's that's, that's what I'm all about. Oh yeah, I'm in that's, it for that. I mean, everybody yes, but <laughs> yeah, like, I want a diamond encrusted guillotine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, of course, we can have luxury in the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> luxury in the revolution. <laughs> Now, um, do you want to pivot, my love? Uh, yes, much like <laughs> Ross in the stairwell. Let's pivot. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know what you were going to say. I know what I was going to say. What were you going to say? You go first. No, I, I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> River. Yes. I, well, before we start, I was like, have we ever yeah. talked about your dating history? Because my I don't dating know, history. Well, wow. yeah, I don't know if we did. We do that a lot on the show. I think last time, I think we talked a lot about tea. Spilling oh, sure. tea. And taking tea, tea and taking it. Spilling tea, I'm taking tea. <laughs> but, but I don't know if we got into your dating history. Yeah, at all. I mean, just to catch you up, still taking tea. Um, <laughs> thumbs up. Actually, I gave myself my first for the first time. I gave myself the shot the other day, which was a big moment for me. Yeah, how'd it yeah. go? Is Great. it hard to see your booty? It, oh, I don't do it in my butt. I do oh, it in okay. my in my tummy. Oh, so, okay. So yeah. You could Wait. Just do so that. why? What was the problem? Like, can you not see? Like, how is it? There's or is it just like I just don't, don't like want to? I I just have hated needles my whole life. I've just been very. I used to be deathly afraid of them. I've gotten a lot better. Um, because the other thing about taking testosterone or any hormones is you have to get your, or you get to get your blood drawn a lot, and like okay. they, you just are. You know, they're they're making sure everything's all right, and you know, and everything usually pretty much is. But so I had to. It's gotten me more used to it, and I'm not as I like. I used to start laughing uncontrollably, uncontrollably <laughs> out of like anxiety, you know, um, when I would get blood drawn or anything like that. And so uh, I just, I just don't like needles. I don't like, I, I don't like thinking about it when it's happening. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, my yeah. partner was doing it for me, and then I'm, tr- I'm going out of town for like a month, and I, I that's like three shots or four shots, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I'm gonna have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> or else I'm gonna have to find a Planned Parenthood in uh, Toronto, <laughs> which I could probably. But I mean, um, many, many in many, Toronto, you know. Um, but I feel like it was a good opportunity to try something I didn't want to do, and I did it, and it went. It was so easy. I was yeah. so shocked. Um, it was quick. So yeah. You have to just do. A qu- did you? 
I well, mean, you know, you, you close your eyes, pick. you know. And like, I didn't. I watched the okay. whole thing. You I watched, like actually, I I had like. Uh, I had read this thing about like having gratitude for the opportunity to do it and being grateful Mm -hmm. that I have access to this and other people don't. And uh, uh, not, you know, just like the gratitude that I am given that opportunity and uh, like hoping for other people to get it and uh, having access to something that other people didn't have before, just even in the the world and like just practicing the gratitude for the experience. And then I just did it and it was like so easy because like getting into that space and being like, oh, right, this is a really cool thing. River, you're so goddamn zen. <laughs> so put together. Only a little, just a little bit. <laughs> is the zen is that newfound? The new zenness? Found? The, the zenness. Uh, the uh, I mean I yeah, I, I guess so. I feel like I've always had a little bit, but I, yeah. I, I, I suffered from anxiety for a really long time. So it was like the zen was like this much and then the anxiety would just like sort of trample over it you know yeah of course i did i didn't know how to access it i didn't know how to practice it i didn't know how to like grow a relationship with with it you know it's funny you say that because i know when i met you when we met at a show in la and then i pretty Mm. much made you drive me home (laughs) but i really yes because i was very much like where do you live can i go home with you i love giving people rides so thanks for making me do that because i love doing it but i remember i was like oh i was like they have a very calming energy Mm, that's that's what i thought about you was that i was like oh because i feel like i'm a real like and so people who are i'm like a very Mm. kind of jelly slash attracted and it's like how can Mm. i have that how do i get that and i just remember that because it was just like and that's why i always thought it was so funny that you were such a goof on stage because (laughs) off stage just a real marlboro man you know cool (laughs) customer oh the highest compliment naomi (laughs) So, okay, let's get back on task, which is your dating history. Now, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. were you someone growing up who had a lot of crushes, who had um, relationships, Mm. you know, teen, like, that's what I mean, like we said, little. Crushes, and did you uh, pursue the crushes? Pursuit of crush. Okay. I feel like that's such an interest. I love the, first of all, I love the way you guys are presenting this, because I feel like it's right up my alley, and you're making me feel really safe and really comfortable. We love. love. And that this is a safe space. Mm (laughs) <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> and I feel like I had a lot of like uh, crushes that I didn't realize they were crushes. You know, like I think that um, understanding myself as trans and sort of welcoming that and accepting that like more and more and and sort of looking back through my life through that lens has really helped me to understand some of the things because, you know, for so long I was looking back and, you know, sharing, you're trying to understand yourself and share with other people. And so they give you input and sometimes it's good. And sometimes it's like, Oh, this is, I'm taking this in and believing it. And maybe this isn't accurate, but like, you know, people, you just think like, oh, I'm just gay, you know, or people be like, oh, yeah, you're a gay, you're a lesbian. It's like, OK, I mean, and it makes sense because it's like it's not like it's wrong, you know, but it's just like it's not actually the target. It's like uh-huh. just outside of uh-huh. the bullseye. You know what I mean? And so uh, then when I look back and I'm like, oh, right, I was like I was like a little boy that really likes hanging out with girls, mm-hmm. um, but also then had crushes on some of them. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. everybody was like, no, but you're a girl, though. So doubly wrong. Don't do that. You know, <laughs> but but I was like, but you don't understand. I'm a little boy. Though. It's a thing. And so this is very... so it was just like everything was just like a confusing Mobius strip of like, I don't know where, you know. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, like, I mean, I remember like my first like real 
crush and it was like more like a friendship crush but looking back i'm like no i totally was like you know crushing on this person you know yeah and, and yeah it was like my best friend you know in like first grade or something and then because of i think just the the particular experience like then i was like so like possessive you know it's just mm. like we're best friends and we're never leaving each other and we're gonna know each other for the rest of our lives you know it's like <laughs> yep Calm down, little buddy. It's going to be all right. Like, just go, you know, play hands down or whatever, and then go, home, you know, roller skate in the basement and then come on home, you know? Like, <laughs> Did you have an unfinished basement? Uh, I didn't have a basement. I mean, I had a basement. It was purely unfinished and full. <laughs> um, but I also, I, I never had a slumber party my whole childhood. Really? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Did you ever attend one? Oh, so many. But I you, punched but that never- card. <laughs> I was getting a free car wash constantly. You know I, mean? um, I was always going to slumber parties. Yeah, for sure. But you weren't. Did you not want people to come to your house? Or oh, you I absolutely did, to? but I wasn't allowed to. Because my, my living situation was this. Uh, yeah, my mom moved back in with her parents when my parents split. It, he, My dad also moved back in with his parents. So it was a nice little mirror. <laughs> Um, and so we were living, you know, my mom and I were living in two bedrooms in a house. Mm-hmm, like, obviously, mm-hmm. we used the rest of the house, but, it, you know, it's not like, you know, I had other scenarios where parent people had their grandparents living with them, but that's a very different scenario when, you're, when your Mima lives with you as opposed right. to <laughs> you are living with Mima and it is her right. house. It know? is a Mima house, and a Mima house. My yeah. grandma was just not like, first of all, there was no room. There's just no room for any amount of children to be over. Like I barely mm-hmm. had my like friends across the street over at my house, you know? Um, so yeah, I just never, I never had a slumber party at my house. <laughs> By the way, if you write your memoirs, living with Mima. <laughs> with Mima. Not oh a my title. My grandmother would kill me from the other side if I used any sort of, she was like, I'm grandma or grandma. And that was it. <laughs> really? Those are the only options. Yeah, her name was Frances. And one time I remember like a, a grandniece or somebody tried to call her Franny, Aunt Fran or Aunt Franny. And she was like, my name is Frances. <laughs> River, my grandma is Frances. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's yeah. Super. It's a very it's proper, one of my favorite names. Very proper name. Very proper. Yeah. I guess she was born in the 20s. 20s? 30s? Yeah, 26. Some, my grandma was born in 26. My grandfather, however, born in 12 whoa 12 which i realized i was thinking about this the other day because he used to i mean he was an old man when i was born you know what i mean so like i just i just he was always like santa claus to me or whatever um and like a very sweet man but if if he went out with us anywhere he would always take out a handkerchief and open the door with it and people just (laughs) didn't really do that and i was thinking about that in the you know in the pandemic i was like oh right he lived through the Spanish flu and right. lived in the remnants of it. And he was probably more aware of the remnants than the actuality of the thing. Right. And I'm like, right. maybe that tiny little thing is from that, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Really so, wild. <laughs> so when we're in our eighties, uh, we're yeah. going to be like Purelling everything. Hoarding I'm going to be wearing masks paper. forever oh. on an airplane. You think I'm getting on an airplane yeah, with a mask? You think now? I'm ever not going to have, I'm going to have raw mouth, raw face <laughs> on a plane again? No, thank you. No public group Absolutely not. raw face. And the kids are like, no. look at look at grandpa in the metaverse. You don't have to wear masks in here. It's the hoarding, metaverse. Hoarding toilet paper in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> another so good Dave. name for, another good title for something. <laughs> Oh my That's god. Right. That's an album. But yeah. so wait, you're I know your parents were divorced. 
I, at some point you were really close with your dad, right? And you and you lived with him more or no? Nope. It was always mostly your mom. And then yep. you would go to your dad to hang out. I would go on visitations, yeah. Okay, you would just have a visit. A visitation, yeah. Aha, aha, there yeah, it is. a very specific thing. Aha, uh-huh, it is a very specific vibe. <laughs> One day a week. And you were like, hey. Yep. And then he was like, hey. Right, yeah. visitation is <laughs> the, uh, the Asian that makes it something more. It's the Asian, more. yeah. It's the Asian yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes it's it something Asian more. It's the Asian that makes it. It's not a visit, it's, it's this, this is yeah. a court this mandated. Is required. Yeah. Required. <laughs> required. Yeah, for I both mean, of it, you. it's so funny because it wasn't. But it was, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was of very course. strange. Of course, but. of course. <laughs> yeah. Um. When did you have your first actual relation? And I say that separate from like, ooh, we sure, held yeah. a hand or we had a kiss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because our knuckles touched. Our knuckles <laughs> touched. Our knuckles touched. You're 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 tu- you're grasping the edge of your seat and and they're the grasping the edge. Oh, the that, grasping right. the edge and. and <laughs> <laughs> wow. The knuckles, the knuckles rub. This is so specific. An electric shock it's goes so through. So specific. Wow. Um, well, because I guess what I'm asking too is, when you say you have a lot of anxiety under the surface, mm-hmm. but then I'm saying you're very Marlboro Man energy. Sure, yeah. It is like you know, how did that sort of manifest when it came to relationships? Mm-hmm. You know, when you were just like young and didn't know any better. Yeah, I mean, well, my first like relationship, I think I was about like sixteen or something, sixteen, okay. and um, we're actually still friends, <laughs> so I'll keep, it, I'll keep it very like um, anonymous. Uh, he, yeah, he's a great person in my life, and like he has like two really adorable kids, and um, lives in New York, and like every time I'm in New York, he like uh, makes it a point to come see me, which is just really nice, you know, mm-hmm. like he. Um, cause you know how it is Naomi, when you're like on the road or at a place, it's like hard to try to get to somebody else, you know, yeah, cause you're yeah, like, yeah. It, it seems like, you know, whatever selfish, but you're just like, I can't, I have to go here and then there and then there, whatever. So he's, he's very good at like coming to me, which mm-hmm. is, I appreciate cause it's like, you have two kids, you have a family and like, you're really making a huge effort and it's really kind, you know? Um, and yeah, it's really nice that he's still in my life because I really, you know, it's interesting that I, there was a time where, how do I phrase this? Where I was like sort of being influenced externally that like there was something inherently bad about that relationship because, you know, like I was a lesbian and he's a guy, you know, like, like I had to sort of, and I'm not, I'm not blaming any, but anybody for that. It's just like, it's something that happened and it's interesting to look at it and go like, oh, I really like rejected that part of my life because it didn't fit someone else's or an idea of what life is supposed to be like, or like looking at that relationship as though it was like somehow traumatic because I was like gay and it was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, wait, if, the, if wait, that did, makes sense. did someone place that on you? Did someone, not, did not like, anyone is there a specific in- thing that you were referring to that that said like oh this is because this happened <laughs> you, you guys now are looking have- at me like what the hell because well, i'm talking- trying to figure <laughs> no, out I yeah know. like who but it, it was just like you this, knew I- you were gay and you're saying that you like other people told you it was wrong but did they all know well it's kind of just like this pervasive pervasive idea like okay. looking backward at it that like uh, if you're a lesbian, then your relationships with men were I bad see. I see, or I see. Tra- inherently traumatic to you. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, so I like believed that a little bit because I was like, like grasping at tra- straws to try to understand myself. Like you know? Andrea Dworkin type 
feminist philosophy type stuff? Do you know? I mean, I guess I don't. I know that name. I haven't. I don't. I don't know. She, <laughs> this is I, this is a, a bastardization. I don't think this is exactly what she said, but she's like all un, under the patriarchy, all heterosexual sex is rape, and so oh. it's a very yeah. very strict. Pretty much, it's <laughs> a very, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so a very it's like strict a, feminism. I don't think she's that. I don't. I, I don't think it's as. Don't worry. Someone will write us and explain. Yeah, it. someone will. I'm let sure us know. we will get a right. But we'll it's get like, a but yeah. That, but Andy, that's right. Is that like it's it's a pervasive idea like that which uh, is a little strong, you know what I mean? Um, and <laughs> and then it sort of reverberates out and it gets into culture, people, and then it becomes just like this idea that bounces around off of people and then it bounces to you and you go like, oh, I guess, you know? And then it just sort of like, I grabbed onto that and really in an attempt to understand myself, uh, really picked it up, you know? And mm-hmm. But what's nice now is that I can look back at that and just look at it this is my experience of it so i'm not telling anybody how they have to think or feel because that's the opposite of the whole thing that i'm even bringing up (laughs) is that i can look back at that relationship now and go oh that was a queer relationship because Mm -hmm. i am a queer person Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. it doesn't all the like very specific sort of externalized labels putting onto something is a lot less important to me than the inherent identity inside of it, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. like, when I see, you know, you guys are a a heterosexual presenting couple, right? Mm -hmm. Pairing. But it's not within my needs or... I don't need to be like, oh, they're straight. Because I don't don't know, you know what I mean? Like, if I saw you on the street. Yes, 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 yes. You know, like, I don't know what Andy's situation is i don't know what naomi's situation is i don't know what your situation is Mm -hmm. and a lot of uh like old movement that i was taking in was like uh they're straight and you know like it's it's they're not getting it's like what if actually the opposite is true which is that when i see you guys i don't know (laughs) and it's a lot less important and i see you and receive you as people and Mm -hmm. like uh, loving people and 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 possibility and what if i see you as queer and it's just my experience that isn't isn't said right out loud isn't about anything other than i'm just opening it up you know what i mean so anyway mm-hmm. you guys asked me about dating <laughs> no no but i get what you're saying it's been a long pa- pandemic with a lot of thinking yeah. you know? <laughs> no no i get what you're saying i used to teach this feminist philosophy course and the yeah. thrust of the course was what do the labels get us what mm-hmm. is it? What do labels get us? Is there a right. utility or is there not? And if there yes. isn't a utility to them, then what if we don't need them? Or yes, what if we only need them in certain contexts? I my personal thought is that they are only needed if you uh, don't really feel like engaging in the world, because yeah, then you I, can yeah, just I like agree. easily. If if you're like, I just want to look, I just want to get home and watch everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I don't want to have to deal with the world in its uh, in its yeah. nuances. So I'm just going to come up with these labels and throw them on people. Right. And then yeah. I can just deal with them. All right. I know what your deal is without having to talk to you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah which we, which is kind of human nature, right? To just like compartmentalize so we can understand the world quickly as as soon as possible. You know. And like to me, it's much identity is way more important or way more interesting. I'll put it that way. Non hierarchical. I'll put it yeah. interesting. Then labeling, which is to an, an externalized thing where I'm putting something on you, as opposed right. to identity is something that presents itself, that's revealed, that is understood, that is experienced. You know, like that. That's just a different, and it comes from within. And you can't, you actually can't label identity. You know, you can come up with all these things, and we do, 
and they can be important in the world, especially for marginalized people to understand ourselves and have a communication around it. But when it becomes about that, the label as mm-hmm. opposed to the identity, that's where I feel that we begin to lose our way with this stuff. And we start to, it starts to replicate the, the patriarchal capitalist heterocentric uh, society that we're trying to break down with these things. You know, it starts to fold back into that and it's, it's, you know, it's interesting because I'll, it's when I think about it, like I was thinking about how, like, I don't think of people um, as sexual objects, meaning, mm-hmm. you know how, like when somebody, people are preoccupied. Well, like for instance, when people, uh, look at queer relationships, for instance, right? Sure. Or homosexual relationships where they're like, who is the man? Do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. This idea yes, of yeah. thinking about what you're saying is who is penetrating who? And it's kind of yeah. like, yeah. that never crosses my mind when I engage <laughs> yeah. with a human. And yeah. so, but now, know. is that partially because I identify as sex negative? Meaning <laughs> is, is the way I see myself then coloring the way when I look mm. outward that's not what I'm picking up in someone else. Or is it sure, for instance, yeah. like my lack of preoccupa- preoccupation with that? Like, I feel like I'm a vibe person. And that doesn't, yeah. I don't mean that woo wooey. I mean, literally like, yeah. when I take somebody in, the first thing I take in is like the, the their calm, energy. yeah, what they're, what they're emanating yeah. energy wise and be like, oh yeah, I'm into this, I'm into this vibe. And right. then, you know, I can get the details, but even the details don't really it's we're vibing we're vibing yeah, i don't need yeah, all the deeds you, you know, know? I, but it's yeah. just interesting because like but i also wonder how much of that is informed you know like again why like what is your what are you internally kind of like what is yeah. your marker personally right yeah. and like what do you care about because i do feel like people who think about genitalia it's very it's very strange to me it's to, to look at a person strange. and think about their what body in that on? way yeah I, it's I just, really like, weird i don't know i it's don't know super, it's uh to me, I mean, it's very like in the sort of capitalist thing of like everything is an object and everything is to be like, um, you know, owned, <laughs> you know, like I need to know what that is, you know, yeah. what I mean? in this like very weird way. But I think you're right, Naomi. It's like, where is your center? Like if your center is in objectification and, you know, like everything is everything is an object to me, you know, like uh-huh. other than me. But all, I would argue if everything's an object to you, you're probably an object to you too, you know? <laughs> and like, if you're like more centered in your vibe, like, yeah, of course, that's what you're going to like attract, you know, and yeah. look for and what's going to come towards you, you know? Well, hopefully. I agree. I think I, think I, <laughs> I realize though it's funny because, because I'm always talking about how, you know, I like people who are calm and like, uh, you know, kind of emanate the sense of like, I got it. You know, whatever it is. Sure, yeah. But then I realize if that's the case, then I'm the crazy one in all of my friendships. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, God damn it. I'm the, I'm the problem not, here. No, not the crazy one, but just like high energy. Well, the, or the energy drain, right? Like the energy no, suck? I, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I go with Andy with the, you bring the energy. You bring the heat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta bring the heat. <laughs> yeah. You gotta put that pepper on it. But that's like a good pairing, you know? Like you gotta like... Everybody brings something to the table. If everybody had like the heat and the pepper and the energy, shit would be too spicy. You know that would be saying? a spicy meatball. Yeah, it really would. <laughs> <laughs> All the white people in my family would be like, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> All the white people in my family—that's a weird turn of phrase because <laughs> my family is white. Like everybody in my family is white. <laughs> the whitest white. <laughs> oh my god, garlic. So wait, when was your next major relationship then? So after uh, sixteen. 
next major relationship was then one that was like not the greatest thing (laughs) i would say it was like not the greatest situation and i probably don't want to get too into it if that's okay um because it's still one that i'm like you know grappling with a little bit just like Mm -hmm. understanding and i've had a lot of progress around it so that's been really great um but yeah it wasn't it wasn't the greatest college just i'm just getting a sense no i I mean i was i was like 19 um, uh-huh. but this was like a person that I met when I was in high school who was uh-huh. not in high school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's the scenario that is I like, see. you know, I see. so it's just not the greatest thing yeah. <laughs> that ever yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you look back and you're like, Oh, that was bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, and then you just like, like start sweeping the dirt away and you're like, Oh, need a break. Need a break. Need a break. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, you're sweeping the dirt away and suddenly there's just like a bunch of like rocks covered in feces. Like, <laughs> That's right. You know what? Right. I'm going to, going to try you know this what? with a different tool in a different day. I'm going to go have a banana for the potassium. <laughs> just a nanner. Just a nanner for the, just a break. A my muscles break. are sore. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then I had my first relationship with a woman, right? Like pretty soon after that. Um, mm. Which was, uh, you know, like, I just, you know, I was crazy. <laughs> I was, like, all over the place. And I just, I really, like I said, with the anxiety stuff, I just really did not know how to make decisions. I didn't mm. know. I was so afraid of, like, making choices that I wasn't going to, like, succeed or, like, get out of my hometown. Like, I was mm. really, I was really primed to get out of there. And so I just, I mean... It w- it was a-, a good it was a good a college relationship. You know what I mean? Like I think sometimes yeah. I can be hard on really hard on myself for like the way that I was or operated in a relationship. You know, yeah. um, but I think you know she we were in art school together and it was like very like you know like uh, people that is an indie movie that is an yeah indie movie. it super yeah. was you know <laughs> and like we just we really liked each other a lot and that was really nice you know but we were yeah. also both going to grad school so it was very much like this like star cross now we have to leave each other it was very difficult and dramatic <laughs> and all yeah. that stuff you know wait did um, I know that you went to grad school. I don't did think I? you did. Yeah, I actually went twice. Printmaking? Printmaking, Andy? <laughs> that's you right, You don't know Naomi, about printmaking? That's right. It's my favorite specific about it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a printmaking. <laughs> that's right. It's such a weird specific, isn't it? <laughs> like you learned how to like screen print and all that stuff? That's right. That's well, I awesome. Went to, I, got, I got my BFA. That's what my bachelor's degree is in. It's a BFA in printmaking. And uh, then so t- you go and get your master's and then you can teach at the college level and you can get uh, tenure and all that stuff, you know? Um, and so it's like a terminal degree for the fine arts and everything, you know, I'm like, I didn't know what else to do really. I, I like, I lived in Akron, Ohio. And when I lived there, there was like one place that you could be like a graphic designer and that was American greetings. And they would have <laughs> one job opening every two years, yeah. you know, it was like that crazy. This was like Oh four Oh five, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody was being laid off. It was like all that stuff, you know? like yeah. heading into the recession and stuff. And um, I mean, I was just like working at Borders in the cafe, you know, and just okay, going you are like, really what am I going to do? 2004. 2004 yes, is a Borders I'm cafe. serving you 2004. <laughs> Borders cafe. Did you have was, like a greeting card portfolio? Well, I had, I had like a portfolio of like art and design and stuff because I had also like worked 
I worked in screen printing, like four screen printers in Akron, like in and around Akron, like making shirts and all kinds of stuff. And I really wanted to do graphic design, but I didn't want to go to school for it because I mm. thought the school part was boring because I was like, <laughs> I'm already good at it. So why do I need to do this? You know? Yeah. Um, and I tried to like backdoor weasel my way, which is still my way of doing things. I will still just be like, yeah, but could I just hang out with you for a while? And then you just like bring me on to the to right. the directing thing like could i just like stand next to you and then eventually you're like take it for a spin you know? <laughs> it's a real george costanza kind yeah, of yeah exactly you just, like, you just hang out until you, you hope that they until yeah. they're, they're like wait <laughs> pretty oh, much river works here all right summer of george you know summer of george um i feel pretty good do you want to take a break and we come back we'll answer some advice questions from the audience yeah, totally. And I will turn on my light so that I'm not in the dark anymore. <laughs> okay, great. All right, we'll be back after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple five stars please it'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously okay that's it we love you deeply now back to the show and we're back with river butcher (laughs) here to help you you handle your scandal honey okay we get questions obviously from many different sources twitter instagram gmail voicemail our favorite naomi as always what is that number 323-524-7839. You gotta call me, honey. I want to hear it in your voice. I want to hear it. 
All right, here we go with this first one. This person, it's another person. I only listened to the first bit, but it seems like their life is a disaster. It's also a three-minute message, so Whoa. we know things are happening. So, okay, here we go. Hi, Andy and Naomi and guests. I'm driving to my parents' RV right now because that's where I live, and I just thought that I would share my story slash get some advice because... I don't know what the fuck is going on. My therapist can barely really help me. But I don't know why I thought you guys could. But maybe you can laugh and feel better about yourself. But there's a lot of backstory. So I'm going to try to just like make it as concise sure. as possible. But basically, I realized in the past seven months that I am indeed a lesbian. My name is AM. I go by they, them. Um, Hell yeah. I meant to process that. But... I ended up getting engaged with this girl that I thought was the woman of my dream. Let's mm. call her Stupid Bitch. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I Ooh. was engaged to Stupid Bitch, and I thought that mm-hmm. we Don't were like very, practice, very, very okay. happy. She was leading me on, telling me every day how happy she was. Um, we had, mm-hmm. like, some issues communicating because she is on the spectrum, like, autism spectrum. But other mm-hmm. than that, you know, I thought we were great. Fast forward to now, I found out she has been cheating on me, has Mm, been in love with, like, multiple of our friends. That's Mm. just the backstory. So we have a couple friends that is a lesbian couple. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll call them M and A. Very conspicuous. And they... A is 34 and M is 40. And we are in our early 20s, 23. And they have, A has developed feelings for my ex-fiance. Okay. Now, their relationship, they, they were married. Their relationship, oh my God, this is a fucking mess. Anyways, they were married. M and A were yeah. married. Now Babe, they are on the rock slash not going to be married because of my ex-fiance. Because she has been manipulating and tearing people apart. Anyways, all of that to say, M has been leaning on me very, very closely, and mm-hmm. she wants to, like, cuddle all the time, and I keep establishing boundaries, but I feel like she's always flirting with me, and I'm really worried. Like, I value her so much in our friendship. Like, she's gotten me through so much, and she is such mm-hmm. a good person, but I'm really worried about our friendship getting to be not where I want it to be, what I'm comfortable with. And I just also don't want to lose her. So if you cut all the whole beginning part out, here's a summary. Was sure. with some girls, got cheated on for a long time, lied to for seven months. Platonic lesbian life mate friend. Involved with one of them with my ex, and now the other one may have a crush on me. Rundown is even Thank more you. Um, I also don't know how to ever trust again. <laughs> Sweetie, come on. Oh, okay. Oh wow. my God, what was this person's name? Oh yeah, AM. 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 Naomi wrote it down. Okay. I did. I was like, I was like, okay. We have yeah. M and A. You're the like Marys with the red. Yeah, with all the, the yellow the, lines. It's always sunny. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So it's M and A, older, yeah. thirties and forty, sure. married. Then we've got AM's ex. I will not call SB. them SB. SB. Well, maybe just SB because I don't want to yeah. use the word. I don't know. No, no, yeah. no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna repeat that either. <laughs> SB is now trying to get up in M and A's marriage. SB is sounds like they with did. A. SB and A are, are actually yes. together. Like they all, they yes. actually so got then, together. Uh, M and A and M are now like cuddling and 
in the sort of like we've been rejected together. Pot. But exactly. M, no, but but M is the initiator, and AM right, yes, 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 right. AM right, right. Wa- wa- has to tried to establish friends. platonic yes. boundaries, but still want, right, but, but wants still to be wants friends. to be friends because of whatever this yes. whole traumatic thing they've all been this is through. Crazy. Also, is. when you're 23, the moment yeah, you said you, you were 23, so I said time. don't don't even be out here getting engaged. Don't you dare yeah. be out here getting engaged. Don't, yeah, do not get yeah. engaged. <laughs> I mean, like, do your thing, do whatever you want, but like, don't you? This you do not need to rush into something like that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, okay, at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. <laughs> okay, so I think there's two separate questions. One is yeah. the is the how to really establish boundaries with M, sure, uh, if that's possible. And then the deeper question is what's th- what's with this whole mess. <laughs> yeah. everyone um i don't well was like, I, I can't trust again i like oh, that it I, cut yeah, off yes. it cut that off the basic, on how do i ever trust, trust again? again well yeah. you realize you're 23 and you're gonna have plenty of time to do that and i will say openly and freely that when i was 23 if some 39 year old said that to me i'd be like fuck off old man so i get it <laughs> so just trying to say i get it you know like i'm just i'm just being the guy that told me when i was 23 uh-huh. Take it easy, bud. You're gonna be fine. Like, don't worry about it. But I also get that it seems like it's everything and life is over. You know, yeah. but it's only it, it's an illusion. Is there any kind of like now? Because I've never experienced this. Is there any kind of euphoria ishness when you come out? And that you mean TV show euphoria or actual feeling of euphoria? <laughs> actual feeling of it okay, in that okay. in that this <laughs> oh, first yeah. person this first person you date it seems like that's everything. Oh, a hundred percent. I think so for sure. And I think it's it's definitely varying for obviously each individual person. But I think I mean I don't know what it's like now. You know, like I I try to imagine. You know, I'm think I'm thinking of like a 23 year old person. You know, in there like engaged at 23 lesbian marriage and i'm just like that was unfathomable when i was 23 mm-hmm. you had to go to canada to do you know what i mean and it's just like i'm also just like so i'm telling this person to like it's all right bud and don't do that and it's also like how cool <laughs> how awesome that lesbians get to make mistakes too you know what i mean like it's just like whatever like it's all good you know but but yeah i think there's definitely i mean that's been my experience like my actual experience and i've known a lot of people where you're just like the fir- when you come out and then and you're feeling like yourself for the first time, you know, and so it's such a different connection. I feel like, and and it's so affirming of what you were so maybe afraid of and like scared and and worried about, like these things that like all those things. Even even if you weren't worried or scared, even if you were in like a really, you're still like claiming yourself in this new way. And then someone else is reflecting that back to you. So, like, yeah, you really go, like, yes. It's like an imprintation. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. A puppy, when you get a puppy and then they're like, mama, it's like the same thing, you know? <laughs> it's very similar. Uh, well, I think. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. You and M going to have to stop hanging out a little bit. And I don't That's necessarily right. mean, like, forever or all the time, but if this, you know, yeah. let's say if y'all are texting back and forth and kind of commiserating slash yeah. talking shit, you got to pull back on that and be you like, do. and you could even say, you know, it's like, let's try not bringing up these people <laughs> for like a week and see if we feel yeah. better. You know what I mean? Like even just like saying that to each, like to yeah. them. And then yeah. also, um, 
hang out, but try not to hang out in places where you can cuddle up. Yeah. Or also, night. I would just say <laughs> exactly. Or I would also say too, where it's like we cannot cuddle because we will be as bad as SB yeah. and A right now. You know, whatever. How it's like, it's just like you know, don't be afraid to use your words. Yeah. And if what you know, especially because what just happened to you was somebody who was like keeping secrets and saying one mm-hmm. thing and doing another. So it's like, so now you don't do that. You don't do that. You just, yeah, like, that's, hey. that's the thing about boundaries is like, I, I come up with my boundary and I hold my boundary. I don't right. tell that other person, Hey, this is my boundary. And then expect them to do it, <laughs> yeah. you know? And when they do it, when they don't do it, that is very good information about that person and your relationship to them that like, you know, and, and I would say like, for me, I would tell them like, Hey, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about this stuff. You know, and I I keep it like on me because I can't expect that person yeah. to like sign up for that. You know what I mean? And because it's all just information of just like if you say like, look, I I really enjoy our relationship together. I really enjoy. I'm grateful for your friendship, especially now. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't feel comfortable like cuddling with you at, at, right now. And like, um, I'm open to that changing later. But right now, like, I, I just want to be more on a platonic friendship thing vibe. Mm-hmm. And then if they can't respect that, then that's good information for you to realize, like, oh, I don't think what I'm looking for in this relationship is actually possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like you were saying, Naomi, where, like, you you just were in this relationship where somebody was telling you something and doing the other thing. It's like, if you say that to somebody and they say, okay, I hear you, and then they cuddle you anyway, mm-hmm. they don't hear you. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. like, they're not a bad person. They just can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know? They're just not able to do it, you know? Yeah. This 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 makes me think that there's maybe like AM wants to establish their boundaries. And I don't think M wants to, I, I think M doesn't want those boundaries. I think it's a contract yeah. just from the, the talk and just from experiences I've had in the past where I'm the one who established boundaries and uh, other people. I don't, I don't know if this is something look, don't blow off M just on what we've said or what I'm saying right now, yeah, but yeah, like it feel, off, it doesn't but... feel like it's something that's compatible in the long run. Yeah. I mean, as a friendship way, and, and also like it, it, this person is describing a situation. So we have no idea what exactly. it really is like, but what I guess what I'm saying is like you, you firmly, you firmly state, and something that helps me doing these things, because I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> boundary. I don't like, you know, those things. But I certainly, the thing I don't like more than that is when people <laughs> don't respect my boundaries. So uh, if I want to have them, I got to do them, you know? And I like to write it out. It seems like so silly, but you write it out and you're like, oh, yeah, that is how I feel. Mm-hmm. And then you say it to that person and you get to practice it. And every time it it happens or changes or whatever, you get to check in with yourself like, a cat knocked over something off of a kitchen counter, I loved it. and there is a rudeness to that. Okay, <laughs> these children, these animal children, run this household. They run we that out house. here trying to podcast. They're okay, trying to get Dunkaroos off the shelf and just always, like, we're trying to talk. always. <laughs> those are our Dunkaroos. <laughs> Man, those things are so good. Oh my I used god! Used to just eat the chocolate, you know, and then throw yeah. the graham crackers out. But uh, anyway, it's just practice, I guess, is the whole thing. That's all of it. It's just practice, you know? And, like, you get to just do it, and then you get to check in with yourself of, like, oh, is this person, like, is this person hearing me? Are they just totally blowing past everything I just said? Right. Because they are sad, and they want something? You know? It's like Exactly. Yeah. Also, 
Another one real quick, though, AM, find, start to make some new friends because yeah. in part, this is the pandemic. This yeah. is you coming into a new identity. And it sounds like these are like, it's like a friend group you kind of got into. Yeah. And so now it's gotten a little complicated. And yeah. I think part of like, okay, I want Emma around, but she, tr- she trying to cuddle. I don't yeah. know. And it's like, not meaning, I don't mean abandon. I mean, yeah. widen your circle what, yeah. so that, you know, you have other people you can kind of talk to about this open stuff. People lens. who don't, yeah, who don't know the people you're talking about. That's you know, right. like, open it up, Hedy. Yeah. 23, you're 23, making friends. You know? 23 and me, you know what I mean? I don't know, that's DNA. <laughs> 23 <laughs> and we, friendship. Yeah, friendship, baby. <laughs> Let's all make that app. <laughs> all of us obviously know computer programming. <laughs> obviously. We're all app developers on this call. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for people who need friends. Uh, River, do you have time for one more? I do, yeah. Let's do it. Wonderful. Hi, Andy and Naomi. This is Allison in Oklahoma. Thank you so much for all your work over the last year and a half. I got through so much of the pandemic by listening to you guys uh, give advice and be real about how hard it was when a lot of people in my life were kind of minimizing uh, the effect of all of this on all of us. So I really appreciate everything that you do. So my problem um, is related to the pandemic, as everything is in our life now. Um, I'm originally from Chicago. I currently live in Oklahoma. And... Um, my partner has a lot of social functions for his work, like one or two a month that we attend. And we did that post-pandemic, and then we got a nice break from it, and now we're kind of back to doing those things again. Mm. And um, I'm normally pretty good at, like, talking to strangers, even though it's not my favorite and I need, like, a three-day nap after these things. <laughs> but I think I'm pretty good at talking to people. I try to cut past the bullshit because small talk is – Exhausting, but, you know, sometimes you have to do it. This is a semi-professional setting. Um, but my problem is that I've noticed upon re-entry, people really want to talk about their weight or diet and exercise and the Ooh, pandemic wow. 20 or 15 or whatever. And I never really liked talking about weight anyway, but yeah. especially post-pandemic, I'm like, I have no patience for this. Like, we all look death in the face, and now I'm going to talk about going up a pant size. It just seems <laughs> stupid. And I, and the patriarchy and capitalism. <laughs> all so I, with close friends, I've, you know, been able to set a boundary and been like, I don't want to talk about people's appearance. Um, and they've, you know, my Chicago set has been very accepting of that. But these Oklahoma people kind of looked at me like I have two heads when, you know, you can't be talking about socialism up in here. Um, So I need like a gentler way to steer the conversation away from the topic. Um, Or do I just need to like deal with it like I have in the past when they want to talk about, you know, Jesus or Oklahoma football, (laughs) also topics I'm not interested in, but I don't have like a moral objection to those topics Um, and just be like, look over there and change the subject. (laughs) Or do I have an obligation to get into it with these people about how I feel about us talking about physical appearance post pandemic. Mm -hmm. Hoping you guys have some advice. I know, you know, Amy has talked before about 
people in L.A. not wanting to really talk about the hard stuff like her people in New York. And I think I'm kind of facing a similar. Oh, cut okay, off. Cut off. That was a Allison. three minutes. Allison. <laughs> Oklahoma's killing you. That's right. <laughs> Guys, I don't know about you, but I think we should start an Elvis Costello cover band. I think so. Parody Based cover band. Based on those par- four <laughs> notes alone? Uh-huh, I think uh-huh, so. Uh-huh. Naomi, what do you think? Well, no, that's not funny. I'm like, I'm like, of course, my, you know, I'm, just, I'm like, it's always like make some sort of joke. To me personally, but it all depends on who you're talking to, right? I because know, I yeah, don't know what kind of business to... this is, right? So meaning when you go around these work people, are we talking yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like a stuffy, proper situation? Or are these people who are like fun and sociable? And it's just a, I mean, it's it's just probably, a matter of the topic? It doesn't yeah. sound like that. I feel like right. it's Oklahoma, so it's probably like, it's probably relaxed, but... You know, because the cultural difference between this person and the people that she's interfacing with, I think that's maybe where she's having the difficulty of like getting. I'm just like, I feel like that's a situation where I would come up with a phrase that I felt comfortable saying. And I don't know what that would be, you know, but like um, that I felt comfortable saying that I would just be like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, because it's like one of those unwinnable things. It's like, what yeah. do you get into it with people about like how talking about diet and weight is destructive to everybody involved? Like, probably not, you know, right, not a, like right. a function or whatever, you know. <laughs> but then right. at the same time, like pretending like it's not destructive to you is destructive to you. So like, how do you, yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. curious well, what you guys have to say about it. W- what are some neutral topics that, so... Jesus and football. What's the what is the Oklahoma football team? The Frackers. What are they? I was like the, the Sooners. I think the Sooners. What's a Sooner? Like I a have, panhandling. I, yeah, I, th- I think it, it maybe has something to do with settling <laughs> the settlement. Uh, I mean, maybe I, mean, like I don't gold, know. Gold uh, prospecting. Okay, that's what you said. Okay, but you meant yeah, like a pan. Yeah, that's sorry, when you said yeah. hey, like you meant handling a literal pan. Yeah, yeah, I meant literally like. <laughs> but you said panhandling. Like like standing in a creek. Yes, 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 yes. Isn't that maybe? I'm but there's wrong. also there's like the Oklahoma Sooners, and there's like multiple. Oklahoma is one of those states that has multiple colleges that have right you know, multiple like um like Texas basically. There's like Oklahoma State, Oklahoma University of Oklahoma, like mm-hmm. Oklahoma say, State University, like <laughs> maybe learn. Okay, so when I used to play um, after college. Uh, I just took a job at the library for a couple years because I wanted to take before I went to grad school because I wanted to take some time off. And every day I would p- play pickup games. Mm. Um, and um, the language of the court was talking about uh, NBA. And yeah. I don't I didn't care about professional sports, but <laughs> I, I watched games and I learned stuff about it so that I could talk to them. Sure. Yeah. So maybe if like football is, if you don't really care about football, maybe just learn enough about football yeah. to just have a new, so that when they start talking about like uh, weight or whatever, that that you can just steer to be like, you're like, oh yeah, that reminds me of like how the uh, the, uh, the the Sooners did <laughs> yeah, in the game I, last yeah. week. I, and then I, there's, there's also like kind of piggybacking on you, Andy, a little bit is like, always making it about them and asking them questions and like yes being like so you know i'm what part of town do you guys live in do you like it there like what are your yes. favorite restaurants you know like 
Uh, well, restaurants might get you back to the diet thing, but you know, you never know. But like, what yeah. what's your favorite this, that, the other thing, or whatever? Or like, where do you like to go for walks or something like that? Oh, you know? river. And just that, steer yes. it back to that kind of a thing. Because then That's you can both eventually talk perfect. about, you know, because she can share like where she lives, where she's from, that kind of stuff if she wants to. And that's a way more neutral thing, you know, than. Yeah. And, but I, I agree with you, like, and just ask them about, like, oh, how are the Sooners doing or something, you know what I mean? Like, and just then they'll <laughs> talk for like a half an hour. Yeah. How are yeah. their vibes? <laughs> but I love that. That's how I survived a lot of New York parties with like where finance people, or someone's like, mm. like, um, partner was like in finance and I ended up talking to them. And I didn't, I'm, I'm very bad at getting out of conversations. Oh yeah. So I would just, I'm like, I don't want to talk about, uh, I don't want to have to sit here and talk about, uh, uh, I, exactly. finance, the fact that I can't the- even come up with a specific, uh, the, the NASDAQ, <laughs> yeah, the NASDAQ, I don't want to talk about the, the fact NASDAQ. That I don't, and I would, I would like refocus cause they're in their own, they're either like narcissists or they're shy. So they never would ask about me, but I would just yeah, continually course. ask about them and try to like push mm-hmm. it away from finance as much as possible. So yeah, I would, I like that idea. I also think I also will say this too, a fun way to pivot. I really think if you say you're like, who cares? We all just look death in the face. Did <laughs> yeah. you see such and such movie on HBO max? Yeah, so again, that's flipping right. it, but making it fun. Also, what I wanted to say too, is like, it's, and I was thinking about this a lot. It is crazy how weight and food is almost seen as a neutral topic, particularly <laughs> yeah. among women. Yeah. It's something about somewhere, I don't know you, but I could, but we could say something like, I'm being bad. And like mm-hmm. everyone knows what it means, you know? <laughs> or uh, I gained the COVID 19 girl. And someone's just like, we get it. And it's like, and so I think, you know, that's the thing. They think it's a neutral topic. I think yeah. they're like, I don't know this person. What can we all agree on? Ugh, food makes us fat. <laughs> right. And then it's like yeah. a thing. And so it's like, I'm so terrible, right? You know? Like, exactly. <laughs> and, but it's such a shorthand. I realized that. And I was like, yeah. Because I was thinking about how I was like, I don't, I know very few women who just have a, who have an uncomplicated relationship with food. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's to the point, like, you know, everybody and is a like, a lot of men. Well, I know what I'm saying in terms of what we talk yeah, about, yeah, uh-huh. like, because I know I totally do. But I also, I guess what I mean, and that's why I kind of being specific, because I think tons of men have the struggle. They just have not been conditioned to talk about it. Non fucking yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah. And so it's and so it's just so interesting that like what it is, is, you know, you think it's something that's on people's mind all the time because you have to eat to live. So there's no way to avoid it. Yes. And so then it's constantly like, what am I doing? And then you're like, ah, I'm having a canapé. I'm terrible at this office party. <laughs> or like, you know. It's sinful. I'm eating a snack wells. Exactly. Sinfully delicious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like that feeling, right? Yeah. So it's like, they're trying to do that. And just, and I think, yeah, if you just kind of make a joke or you're like, are you on a ventilator? Now that's fat. And then yeah. just like yeah. flip it. Again, like to keep it light, to make a joke. Keep it light with a ventilator. <laughs> ventilator. Just keep it light with a ventilator ref. You know, whatever it is. And then just like get out of that conversation ASAP and like move on to somebody else. Cause again, it's all gonna be surfacey anyway. But I think it's like stick to yeah. whatever people are watching. And as and as you guys both said, like a- ask questions. But it is like I also think too, because I said this to someone else, we gotta be a little because Allison was also like should I bother? What should I do? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think this is something that you should tear your hair out over. Oh, like, think not, about yeah. it. We all, I just was like, we all, I'm sorry, I'm awkward. I forgot how to like modulate. Like I have a coworker yeah, 
and I'm like, Key, I think I'm having doing fun ribbing, but I think it's actually rude. And I was like, hi, sorry, I've forgotten to mod- how to modulate. Yeah. I don't mean to sass you. Like, I was like, Did I'm you ch- call them an SB? I didn't call them an SB. Yeah, let's not go that far. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a great point, though, Naomi, is like, because here's the thing, like, Allison's feeling that way. So are they. Like, yeah. even if they're putting on this thing that like, oh, the pandemic didn't happen or like whatever. It's like, they're still going through this thing. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. It's not to say like, oh, you have to bend over backwards for them. It's just a moment of like, oh, this person is struggling. You know, like yeah. if that, that stuff is coming out because they're feeling they're scared, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like even just that little moment of like acknowledging like, oh, this this person in front of me is scared um, can really change that moment for you that like you can find you don't even really need to do anything about it. At least that's my been my experience when I'm just like, oh, why is it? Oh, right. Hey. Uh, do you know what? hey friend hey friend yep i see you you know what i was practicing at parties before the pandemic was getting out of conversations <laughs> oh and yeah the two things naomi told me were uh hey do you know where the bathroom is sure that's yeah. a that's one classic was, a good one i practice that if you're at like a, a function you can mm-hmm. be like Oh, I think I'm going to go get another drink. Do you want something? And they just never come back to the conversation. Well, the worst is when you're like, I'm going to go get another drink. And the person goes, I'll come with you. And you're like, and you're God like, damn it. I don't not need what a buddy. I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know it was, but it's so funny because like, even when we would go to like parties where most people were comedians or, you know, just other creatives, yeah. Andy somehow would always get stuck with like, Find the not yeah, the person. like, like yep. the one boyfriend or something who was yeah. just like, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I, I like noodles. Yeah. Like, like I study statistics. I don't eat them. I just like, I just enjoy yeah. looking at them. Man, I used to never be, know how to get out of conversations, you know? And then I did this, uh, a couple years, I did this boat, like a cruise, the Joko cruise. Yeah. Um, Joko and, cruise. It, Jonathan, Jonathan Colton, Colton uh, runs this cruise. Okay. And he was like maybe one of the first people to do that idea. You know, of like let's all get on a cruise and do this thing. And they call it they call it a nerd cruise. So I'm I'm not <laughs> like labeling them. It is an identity of the cruise. And so like I was on this boat. You're on a boat. You can't leave, you know? So you're like right. always with these same people. And like it's a lot of people that are shy or on the spectrum or many many things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um a bunch of people who also don't know how to leave conversations, you know? <laughs> and I was like prepped that. And then I learned on that thing where I was like, oh, I'm actually doing a service to this other person yes. too of leaving this conversation yes. that I'm like, oh, this has ended and this is over and I'm going to end it. Right. Hey, thanks so much. It's really nice talking to you, but I'm going to go. Like I literally yeah. would say like, I'm going to go. And they'd be like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I could see sometimes the relief on their face yes, because they yes. were like, "I don't have anything else to talk about." Like they were done, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it really totally. helped then in a different scenario that's not as quite as like loaded or whatever to do yes. the same thing and be like, "Hey, man, great to meet you. Um, do you know where the bathroom is? I gotta go." <laughs> you know? Just like I'm out of here, man. Because that's it's, also the point of the party is to like mingle around the mix, and talk to the multiple mix, people. The it's yeah. so true. I also think like it's true. That's what I think about leaving conversations. You know, I try to I try to leave on a laugh. You know, maybe timing. Yep, but also like I was like, let me free you. I'm freeing yeah. you from this obligation. Let yes. go and let God live your <laughs> that's life. Right. I'm like literally. I'm like, how do I? This person does not need to feel like they're stuck with me. And it can be hard. Yeah. I remember like Andy and I. We went to 
Sarah Silverman's party. I say that on purpose, not to be I cool, but because to that that party, right? <laughs> and it was like three years ago, pre-pandemic. Yeah. Where like we get in there and we don't know anybody. Oh, you know, yeah. like like yeah. our fre- <laughs> our level of comic has not shown up yet. Yeah, and we're <laughs> yeah. like standing there in the corner, and it was just like. Oh Famous God! People. Oh Famous God! People. Yeah, and just like, and then we're like, are we just gonna sit in the corner all night? Like, we didn't come out to just talk to each other. Too scared to even go to like where the snacks are because <laughs> yeah, uh, like I don't want I won't. Someone famous will buy the snacks. Famous person standing by the snacks. I don't want to. The year that I went, literally Diane Keaton was there. <laughs> That's what we went. The Diane oh, Keaton we was there. The Maybe oh, probably. Incredible. Maybe we just didn't. She wore a white a white bowler hat and a white petticoat. Yeah, and I was texting Emily Gordon because she was the person <laughs> that like got me in or whatever. She was like, Diane Keaton is here. And then I got there and Emily came running over as I walked in. And I was yeah. like, so Diane Keaton's here? And she goes, she's right there. She was right <laughs> next to me. <laughs> and was like going like this with like her gloves and stuff. And I was like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> but that feeling of like that was one of those things too where it's like saying hi to some people you kind of semi know yeah but like in motion right oh, like yeah. as you're walking hey how are you let me go over here and get a ginger yeah. beer right like we were kind of like trying to be breezy until we actually Floating found around. a friend yeah <laughs> and it's like you gotta just try to be breezy wow i can't believe we were at the same one 2018 yeah what it had to be right huh you might what have gotten there later. We yeah, we were we, you were we early. We were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were early, and then we we're like, I don't know if I can take this. Yeah, we got there. Yeah, early. it's a lot. It's uh, yeah. dude. Cory Booker was there, <laughs> <laughs> and I like yeah. Anyway, we'll do that one off the yeah because I don't want to like sound so random. But you're just like, what the shit is happening? You know, like literally everybody is there. That's that's the wildest thing about that party. Right, right. It's and I like, was like, how it every I person hear? you could think of is at that thing. You're like Bill Maher, Bob Saget, holy shit. It's like all so of strange. Everyone. I got anyway. one more idea. One more hot tip. I got tip. one more idea. One more hot tip. So uh obviously I'm a weird person with weird interests, but I overlap with the rest of the world when it comes to sitcoms. Mm. Uh. Find one thing that the rest of the world does. Maybe it is football. Like yep. I said before, but maybe something that you can actually have fun and you can invest in. Yeah. Because I can talk with the best of them about Sex in the City, Friends. <laughs> there's a couple mm-hmm. There's a couple shows that everyone has seen yeah. that I also watched. <laughs> I bet. So, also, I have heard that CBS's show Ghosts is uh-huh. crushing young Sheldon. So... <laughs> It actually looks like a fun show. It doesn't, it's it's a CBS sitcom. Don't get me wrong. But it looks kind of fun. There's like fun people in it. Like a guy that was on the other two is in it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm piggybacking off of Andy's pitch, which is watch that show. Because I <laughs> guarantee you that people at these parties are watching that show. Yes. And you yeah. could talk about that show probably. Yeah. Starring friend of the show, friend in real life, Richie Moriarty. Richie Moriarty. <laughs> so yes you should watch ghosts you can say richie moriarty you can say my friends know richie moriarty if they <laughs> that's right like that if they if you think that'll impress them in oklahoma and then they're like who and you're like the boy scout and they're like ah, oh. exactly and then they go who are your friends and yeah. you go this podcast i listen like, that's to cool. and it's just like so just like you can do they're that. my friends they're this couple they live in los angeles <laughs> we talk a lot i mostly listen <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yeah. or <laughs> it's possible i think we've at, we've given a lot of advice for this one i yeah. think so 
Well, I mean, both both questions were truly about boundaries. So it, I know, I know. Oh, I thought wow. of the gym too. They're both boundaries. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, both how? boundaries. Like yeah. like more like serious ones and like no, both serious, but more like the both stakes. Serious, yeah, the but, stakes, yeah. I mean, are yeah, different, yeah. right? And like I, one is like yeah. this friendship, and the other one's like I just got to get out of this work and dinner. Yeah, how do I? <laughs> How do I go to this thing and make it out alive? <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm dying at the end, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> really oh. practical boundary. Exactly. Ah, River. What a oh, yeah, you guys. River, it's what so a damn to... delight. Thanks for having me on again. It's great to see you both. Great to see you. Thanks for coming through. Yeah. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.